made it to 2018. Yes, we did. And it was not easy, but we did it. Exactly. We're here. We're present. Um, (laughs) You know, we're not going through any, like, terrible illnesses or anything. Thank God. We're here. People were, like, really... So many people really hated 2017, and I don't think I hated it as much as... (laughs) Well, that's good. That's good. (laughs) Like... I take. I feel like every year I take different L's, and I took some L's <laughs> last year, but not <laughs> not as many. Or maybe I'm just used to taking L's. You know, um, that could be the case. Wait, wait, um, wait, wait, I don't wait, know. wait. Before we go on to your endless L's, <laughs> this is Honey Talk. <laughs> I'm Sweetie. <laughs> I'm Supreme Queen, and Honey Talk is where. The tea is sweet and queens reign to queen. And obviously, taking L's. All day, all that's day, what we're all doing. Day, all day. Right? Yeah, yeah, everybody is, like, really trying to have a good, you know, 2018. And I think that's great. Yeah. I think that's great. Um, <laughs> you just came out the bed. I hope everybody has a wonderful year. Like, they've just been... It's money. I'm, I've seen people like make posts. They're like, I'm staying in the house. I'm not going out. I'm not doing this. So everybody's trying to, I guess, stack their money. That's good. I hope everybody does that. Like No, yeah. I definitely was up till 2 o'clock last night learning, like, being more a little bit more financially literate so I can, you know, pay off some student loans. I said 2017, last year being broke, and I'm holding myself to that. So if y'all hit me up and I have to pay for something, don't. Unless it's really beneficial. Like, just don't. Like, because a lot of times people don't be talking about nothing anyway. Like, I just saw the um the Sound of Music play. I love the Sound of Music. I want to go to it. But can I? I don't know if it's in my budget. So, you know. Okay. So, yeah. But do you have any New Year resolutions other than taking maybe probably less mm-hmm. L's this year? <laughs> no, I don't really set big resolutions I feel like I do stuff like throughout the year set little small goals I feel you I have uh my notebook with like all my ideas and stuff and I got it earlier last year and I had just wrote down like a few things that I was looking to do for the year like a few like simple attainable goals and then Mm -hmm. looking back I think I looked at it last week and I went through the list and I'm like well, you did all of that. That's good. So Oh good. So yeah, so who knows? I might make a list next month or in March or something. You know, I feel like the end goal is always more money, less right. weight, <laughs> longer right. hair, you know. You know, that makes sense. <laughs> all of those are very attainable. I don't have New Year's resolutions per se. Um, I just have like my first three months of the year, what I'm trying to do type thing. So I did that when I was on the plane. Um, coming back from Austin. So, oh yeah, or sorry, going to Houston. So, one of the things I did do to kick off the year was I was out of town, like, for a whole week. I went to three different cities in two different, three, well, two different states. So, I was in Atlanta at first, and then I was in Houston, and then I was in Austin, and then I went back to Atlanta for my cousin's birthday, and now I'm tired. Um, I'm really happy to be home this weekend, especially with Boo. Y'all know Boo. Boo's still here, still kicking it, you know, <laughs> giving me side eyes before we start the podcast. But anyway, yeah, I think it's good to, like, 
break down your goals and things like that. So I'm really excited for the year. Like, I don't want to be a head ass and be like, new year, new me type shit. But I definitely feel like very amped, especially like with my career. So I'm pretty excited about that. I so, always yeah. feel like, <clears throat> I always feel like my turning point or the, like people feel like the beginning of a new year is like the time to do it or whatever. But I feel like turning a different age, like I turned 25 in December and I feel like that was like my turning point. Like, okay, what did you do while you were 24? What happened? What'd you learn? What's next? Right. Let's keep going. But it makes you know, sense for you. Versus the, the start of new year. Yeah. I- because I think because you're right your birthday's right there (laughs) but no I totally get that today no not yes no it's yesterday I was like damn I'm about to be 25 I mean I got a couple more months but still like this year I'm gonna be 25 so it's time to make shit shake you know I'm gonna make some shake hey yeah yeah 25 it's weird I don't I mean it's not weird it's just like I don't know. I don't I know how it's supposed to feel. I still feel the same. Um, I how is it supposed to I feel? Gotta, I don't know. I don't know how I'm supposed to feel. Oh, I, I thought you said you knew. Okay. Yeah. No. No, I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about that or whatever. I don't know. I'm still in my 20s, so I'm still going to try to live it up as much as I can, but still get my shit together mm-hmm. as, I, as I get older or whatever. Yeah. That's all you can do, really, It's just keep yeah. on trying. Keep on pushing. Yeah, I think at any age, I'm going to want to have fun and live life. Like, some people are like, oh, I'm in my 30s. I want to sit down and do this. And I'm just like, why? Like, (laughs) you're still alive. You can still have a good time. Probably can't do the same shit you were doing at 21, but still have fun. Mm -hmm. But we've been gone for a while. And I know you guys are probably like, what the fuck? What are you guys doing? Um, well, clearly, I was turning 25. Doing that, um, <laughs> clearly. Which was cool. <laughs> which was cool. Um, I went to some concerts. I saw Jay-Z. Um, yeah. I was front row for Jay-Z, which was awesome. Yeah. Um, where else did I? Oh, I saw Hannibal Burris and Thundercat. Thundercat is amazing, and I love him. Him and his pink hair. Um <laughs> And I took my brother and my cousin to the big jam, which is like kind of overwhelming for me because it's just so many artists and so many people, and it's just a lot going on at once. And I How? feel like, you know, I'm in a Mr. Krabs meme. Like, oh, <laughs> how long was it? Because it was a lot of artists. <laughs> it was, and then you got all the like black people in town going <laughs> to the concert, and they had on their furs and all types of wild ass outfits. I bet in Chicago, they was probably showing out. <laughs> they was probably I mean, the showing furs, out. Out the ass. I'm like, right. who are you guys? I'm That's the first thing like, I thought of was fur. And it was cold. So you know they had to have their fire. It was ice cold that night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> y'all was not playing in Chicago with y'all black ass. <laughs> but how, the fur, though, how long was the actual concert though? Because like, it was like, how many artists was it? Like, I don't know. How many was it? It was Jacquees. We missed him. We missed Jacquees and Playboy Cardi. Oh, um, were they upset about that? There was no. They got to see who they wanted to see. Uh, oh, okay. My cousin, he wanted to see Lil Uzi. He got to see him, 
And then my brother wanted to see G Herbo. So he saw him. There was Chris Brown, Rick <laughs> Ross, Yo Gotti. Um, oh, her. They threw her in there, which was like so random. But she it was seems random. Like, listen to the woman. names you just listed. Yeah. Yeah, she was the only woman on the lineup, but she did a really good job. Um, yeah, that was it. They had Rick Ross close out the show, which they shouldn't have. Because, you know, a lot of people that were there are younger. You know what I mean? Like, they're 16, 17, 18. They're not... They listen to Uzi more than they listen to Rick Ross. You know, I like Rick Ross. But right. I didn't feel like he should have been the one to close out the show when you also had Chris Brown there, too. And Chris Brown did a really good job. Because I was a little nervous about him. I'm like, man, is Chris going to get out here and kill it? Or is he going to be bullshitting? Like, what is he Dang. about to do? But he he had his uh, dancers out there. He he did a good job. I'm like, okay. Good job, This is why Chris. y'all should have had him close it. <laughs> Damn. But, but yeah, um, been doing that. I went to a play. That's <laughs> odd. Uh, sorry, I just thought about that. Like, that is kind of odd to have Rick Ross, like, close it, it out. It was. I was. I was just, and then Rick Ross, he did a lot of the songs that we left, like, midway through him. I just wanted to hear him perform Aston Martin music and um, Hustling. So I listened to those two. But he was doing a lot of songs that he was, like, featured on. And I'm like, okay, I guess, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they did that. Maybe... He wanted more money or something. Or maybe I mean, that was like the only way to get him on the lineup was if he closed. I don't know. Bougie. He came out in a big old coat. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. He looked fly. He a creep, but he looked fly. <laughs> he is. He is. <laughs> a lot of these niggas be creepy as hell, G. <laughs> I just won't ever forget him like trying to feel up on Martha Stewart on that Snoop Dogg and Martha cooking show and I'm like what are you doing to Martha what the fuck Ricky like that was so weird like yeah Martha I'm like gross like stop and that's the thing like you're a creep but then you're not a good looking creep either like you're like a nightmare creep up on them like right you're like a nightmare creep like I'm gonna see you in my nightmare type <laughs> shit like you scary as hell boy boo ass <laughs> Yeah, like, what the fuck, <laughs> But, yeah, he went to go see a play, and it sounded funny. Oh, yeah, I went to see a play this week. It was called Blacks. Um, and it was about three women living in New York City and them trying to, like, navigate and figure out life. The main character, she was a lesbian. Her other roommate was also a lesbian. <laughs> and um, their other friend was a mathematician she was like real bougie um but they were they were funny they all had their own like little personalities and they you know touched on the subject of like you know women being out and being you know approached by men um Hmm. you know i don't know where this play is gonna go it's like i don't want to give too much away but i also don't know if they're going to other cities or not so one scene was, you know, they were headed to the club. They all had, like, a stressful day, and they were like, we just want to go out. So they were headed to the club, and on their way, they saw a woman who was really drunk, and the guy was, like, you know, trying to carry her, trying to take him with her. And the girl who was the math- mathematician, June, she's like, hey, you cut that out. You stop that. You know, do you? She's like, ma'am, do you know this man? Do you know this man? And the, the um, and it was a white woman. So she ran away. The white woman? to get away from him. She ran away. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was a white woman that was drunk. And so 
the guy, he was like, why would you do that or whatever? He's getting <laughs> in like June's face. And he's like, well, I'm getting something tonight. And he was going to try to grab her. And her uh-uh. friends are like, no. Yeah, her friends are like, no, this is, you know, you're not about to do this. Fucking creeps. And then, right. And then he smacks the fuck out of June. <gasps> um, and her friend, the main character, Octavia, she runs after him, you know. And so they still, you know, they were upset by this. They're like, man, you know, we deal with this shit. We just help this white girl. She got away. But here's the stuff we deal with. Um, the right. other friend, Imani, tried to call the police. They wouldn't come help them. <gasps> you know, they're in New York in some Damn. whatever area they were supposed to be in. They wouldn't come help them. And they're like, man, it's crazy how, you know, we're treated like this and we're treated like animals and it's not fair. You know, mm-hmm. we're dealing with all these problems because you got to be black and you also got to be a woman. Like, yeah. And lesbians. And they touched, touched on that, which was really cool. Wow. Um, and it's also touched on, like, some of the police brutality, too. Um, they got high a lot. <laughs> 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 yeah, so I love them. It was, like, two hours long. If you're in Chicago, you should go see it. It goes on until the end of this month. And it says Steppenwolf. So, go check it I out. I hope it comes somewhere else because I want to see it. It sounds good. Um, even though I'm on my budget, I'll make time for that. Like, I always, I always (laughs) support, I feel like everybody, well, not everybody, but if you like arts, you should definitely support black arts, especially about like, quote unquote, taboo, like black queer arts, you know, because a lot, sometimes they don't always get, especially lesbians, maybe gay men, people love black gay men for, you know, musicals and things like that. Um, but I definitely think they should have that support. So I definitely hope they, they, you know, they travel. I damn near know whole know the plot, so but I hope they travel because I, I want to watch it yeah. for myself. There's some other parts to it, you know. I'm sure it's two hours. So. Yeah, <laughs> but but yeah, it's cool. It's fun and it's funny. That's the thing because like plays, I don't go to plays often, and probably the last mm-hmm. play I went to was back in school. Um, because I took a theater class one year, <laughs> and I would walk <laughs> you had out to go play, to that. Like, yeah, I, but I would walk out during intermission because I can't, some shit I just can't really, I can't sit there through that. Like, um, it's like a bad movie. Like, I just got to get away. <laughs> just got to get away. So, <laughs> it's good that, you know, they had um, a lot of humor in it and it was very relatable. I'm glad you enjoyed so, yourself yeah. because when she told me she went to a play, I was very surprised. So, <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, I like plays. It just has to be the be the right one i've seen some good ones and i've seen some bad ones where i'm just like what the fuck i've seen some plays where it's been like all right what the fuck is even going on yeah i've seen (laughs) some stuff so so it's been up with you um i'm trying to if i should say this or not my uh my contract for my job is coming up so i'm about to like make a big move i'm really excited about that and nervous and anxious and a whole bunch of other feelings but I feel really good like I don't know but I know something's gonna happen like it's gonna work out for me so I'm just feeling very positive about that um like I said I went traveling I went to Houston and Austin because I want to see if I like because because I am making a big move um I want to see if I want to move to those places because it has like a very they have like very emerging um media like they're emerging media areas, I guess that's how you would say it. But 
I didn't get to spend that much time in those places. Oh my god, Atlanta airport is the worst. I, I, it, I've never seen a TSA line that long in my life, and I made it to, made it to the gate 15 minutes before my flight, and I still couldn't get on. <laughs> so I spent the day in Atlanta's airport. Uh, two days after New Year's, it was awful. But I made it, so I was happy That's about lame that. As hell. Like, it was so lame. Like it, you know, it's full of black people at the Atlanta airport, and they had all the sass in the world for me. And I'm like, bitch, like I was so upset. Like I was so salty. But the only woman who let me on was not a black woman, but a Hispanic woman. So, you know, it don't matter if they all just black, you know, <laughs> women of color, they still working through you. But damn, they um black that black lady and that black dude was being hella petty. Hella petty. Nobody else wanted to help me. But I made a friend in the line. Um, I'm going to go see her when I go back to Atlanta. I made a friend in both lines. Because in Austin, even though it's like a very small airport, people were like, oh, you only have to be there for two hours. Just go. So we were cutting it close. I got there. Made another friend. (laughs) The line there was long. That was just to get the bags in. Like, it was ridiculous. These niggas was tweaking. So, anyway, we got in. Um, but yeah, so anyway, but the best thing about Austin for sure is all the vegan food. Oh my God. It was like a vegan wonderland. Like I had so much good food. I got a vegan bacon cheeseburger. Like that does not sound appealing for, I know a lot of you, but it was amazing. Like it had crispiness like a burger. I bought two of them bitches. Like I bought one and then I was like, (laughs) I'm not going to get this in Alabama. So I got another one. And they gave me a discount because I was fucking with it and they were fucking with me. So I was like, this is love. But if I had to choose between... I was going to say, was it expensive? No. I mean, like, for a whole meal, I think I paid $10, like a drink and a big-ass burger and some tots. And they gave me hella tots. Like, I didn't need to buy another thing. And then, like, for the burger, again, it was 6 bucks. But then again, they gave me a discount. I think the burger itself was like 8 but no, it's not that bad. Like people be cashing out on, you know, regular food and meat. So whatever. But um but yeah, so I have I had fun. I saw Austin's nightlife. It definitely reminded me of going to college. Like I I was like on this it's like my mom okay, I know my mom's gonna listen to this, but mom I went to Sixth Street even though she told me not to. Because she was watching this show called, she was watching this show called Drugs Inc. And she was like, "Don't go to Sixth Street. There's so many drugs." And I like, uh, I definitely went, and I didn't see any drugs, but I'm sure there were. If I would have went, you know, down some more, but I mean, it was cool. I definitely felt like I was like on Green Street at U of I because it was just like a lot of white people being drunk. A lot of young mm-hmm. white people. If I'm being, that's just really. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and and another thing is, um, Houston is surprisingly diverse. I heard like I was at the Galleria, I was eating food, and I heard like three or four different languages around me. Yeah, Houston, so, Houston, I love is that. Like, I feel like I, I haven't been to Houston, but from what <laughs> I've seen and seen about it and read about it, it seems like it's a mini. LA in a way because you know that like hmm. in LA you have Asians Latinos blacks whites they're all kind of yeah. blended together yeah and that's how it is in Houston because y'all know they were calling that girl Ling Ling on the videos on Instagram oh that girl who's Asian who, girl, girl rapping about girl. me she yeah. well, her name is Savannah but her dad <laughs> racist they, like, they live in Houston yeah call her ass Ling Ling <laughs> y'all they racist in, um they live in Houston, and that's how, that's how, like, some of the, you know, like, Asian groups are in L.A., so. Yeah, it was, but, but um, how did, 
how was Houston? How did it look? Because they've been through, you know, all the different hurricanes. Right. Exactly. I honestly could not tell. Like, I feel like they've recovered pretty well um, from where I was. Um, I was downtown. Um, I saw an old classmate. Uh, I didn't really see a lot of devastation. But I know people are still out there fucked up. Just from me working in the news. I know that that's a thing. Like, so I, I read somewhere, some people still don't have roofs. So that's fucked up. It's cold out. It was cold, too. So let's, again, so this brings me back to my conversation about global warming again. Y'all know how I am about it. Like, it shouldn't be 27 degrees in Houston. I don't think it should be. It was cold. Like, I mean, not cold as compared to, like, where Supreme Queen is. But it was cold. Like, I definitely felt the (laughs) the cold weather. By the way, it's 10 degrees here. Um, it says it feels like negative five. I mean, I was okay. I was able to go to run my errands this morning and be all right. But for some of you guys, you'll probably be like, what the fuck? That's no, crazy. yeah, that's dead. I'm glad I didn't go there for New Year's. Because, like, I, I wouldn't have went anywhere. I wouldn't have went anywhere. Like, I'm not, no. I, I spent my New Year's in a- Atlanta, and it was cold then. But I was cute. I still went out. <laughs> but I wasn't going to go out in, 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 in Chicago. That was yeah, not going to happen. Year's- New Year's, I didn't want to do anything this year. I don't blame you. Um, And I had took, I took my brother and my cousin, I took them to this arcade. They're both 17, so we went to this arcade. I was able to get me a drink, and we ate food or whatever, played some games. And then we went over to my godmom's house and um, hung out there and um, watched Dave Chappelle Netflix specials. Yeah, and I smoked a little bit, and we had White <laughs> Castle, and I know that's so bad, but that was the only thing that was open, and we were all like hungry as hell. So and high, it was like eat, <laughs> we're like, eat that or eat nothing. So, so we had that champagne. <laughs> I think that's a pretty decent New Year's Eve for me. <laughs> uh, y- honestly, you're right because let me tell you how it happened in Atlanta. So, my cousin came. Shout out to Ashley. Love you, girl. My cousin came, and she went to FAMU. So, I was around a whole bunch of black-ass people. We went to this event, um, which I don't, I wouldn't have had it any other way. Maybe another party, but, you know, I love black people. That's cool. That's my people. So, we went to this thing, and it was, like, literally 11.50, like, 4. This big-ass bouncer was not trying to let us in. Like, this nigga was definitely being petty. But we ended up getting in at 11.58. And we and we celebrated New Year's on stage. Like, I mean, I don't care. I'm like a low-key person. I'm not really trying to be on stage, so I was definitely in the cut. But I still was there, you know. Like, the party was all right. You know, it was okay. Like, it was a kappa party. And Wait, I, did you say you're a low-key person? I am. Like, I don't want to be in the front. Like, okay, I'm loud, but that don't mean I want to be in the front. Like, I don't want to be on stage. Stop acting like that. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm loud and boisterous, but I'm not like I don't want to be in front of a camera. Like that's not me. So like, oh, they had cameras there. My niggas was being extra. Them capsules feeling they were shimmying everywhere. Like you know, I was like, all right, whatever. But I was in the back, so nobody could see me. I wasn't in the pictures. I don't want to be in the pictures. That's not no. But so yeah, so um, so yeah, that was that was cool but um yeah so houston was cool um all my uber drivers were very diverse i went to the museum y'all know i I, I don't know if y'all know but i really love museums and it was so big oh my god it was the biggest museum ever like and it had black people stuff because that's not always a thing like i know like 
oh, that's black people. But that's not always a thing. Like, when I went to Denver, they definitely didn't have shit about Africa or anything black. It was, like, Aztec and all type of other shit, but nothing black. But it had, like, four different levels. It was also contemporary art. I also got to see... Well, I spent money on that, but I went to go see the Oscar de la Renta um, exhibit. It was cool. I mean, honestly, I feel like it wasn't really worth the money. But, I mean, I would pay, like, half of it. But it was still cool. Like, I had to take advantage because, like, when am I going to see that, you know? That nigga mm-hmm. was genius in his own way. So, yeah, I really enjoyed the museum. Like, I haven't uploaded any pictures about it, but I loved it. And then I went to Austin. I went to the graffiti wall. That was really cool. Um, if you go to Austin, I would totally recommend going there. Um, it's kind of muddy. It's pretty filthy, but it's cool. Um, and wear, like, don't wear, like, cute shoes because it's hella dusty. And, like I said, it's muddy. But um, all in all, that first week was fun. Um, what have I been doing since I got back? Just working, remaining low key, <laughs> um, <laughs> getting to the money, you know, doing what I do. But I've been chilling, you know, uh, resting because, like I said, that week was a lot. But um, also trying to avoid getting sick. Working in the newsroom is like a cesspool of germs, and everybody's getting sick from the flu. And I don't really fuck with flu shots. I don't I'm really fuck sick. with shots. Period. <clears throat> So I don't. Yeah, I was sick that whole week of like, from the day before Christmas Eve. Oh yeah. Till part right of last before. week, like yeah. Yeah. So I'm not trying to get sick. People out here dying from the flu. That shit's weird. I mean, I totally. It's not that unnormal because obviously when like sickness first came like into America or whatever, niggas was dying because they didn't have medicine. But the fact that healthy ass people are getting sick and dying, like young mothers and twenty one year olds and things like that, that's just not cool. So protect yourself. Uh, take them vitamin C packets. Um, eat some roasted garlic. I th- eat mine today. I know that um, sounds very unpleasant, but it's really good for get you. Get you some black seed oil. Yeah. Still take your apple cider vinegar. Yeah, that too. Oh, I need to take mine. I forgot this morning. I didn't do it. But yeah. They have it in tablet form too. Apple cider also, vinegar, yeah, coconut oil tablets. Yeah, uh, I just take, I just you know take it like a champ. Two teaspoons in the water, mix that shit up, suck it down, <laughs> get over with. It's okay, cause I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't think they'd be bad to take it in a tablet form. I just kind of just do it. But anyway, yeah. So I've been just chilling, you know, scheming, plotting on a master plan. Oh, today I'm going to eat with my mother. So it wasn't me, my friend, and her mom, because her mom's visiting. But I want—I only say this because, and I want my mom to hear this. Um, <laughs> I only say this because my mom does not take me out anymore. And I was very excited <laughs> that she was like, you want to go hang out with, you know, so-and-so and her mom? I was like, yeah, let's go eat. So I was like, I was telling my friends, I said, you better go. Because my mom does not take me out. You better go. And well, so she take your mom out? I don't. But I don't have money. <laughs> but I visit her quite often. <laughs> I visit her quite often, and I spread lots of love. Thanks for putting me on blast. That's a good touche point. That's a good point. But I ain't got no money. My mama got money. So I definitely go and give her love when I can. <laughs> oh, I feel like a shit child, but <laughs> I don't take her out. But, yes, yeah, so I say that. I still My point still remains. When you get older, nobody wants to take you out anymore. So, um... So, my friend, is, her mom isn't going anymore. I don't even know if my friend's going, but my mom's like, you still want to go? I'm like, hell yeah, I want to go. So, at 2 o'clock, we going. Um, I'm excited about that. 
I'll come out. I'll, I'll take you out too, mom. <laughs> I'll put in my budget. <laughs> but yeah. Well, I hope you guys enjoy your lunch. Yeah, I'm excited. And it's like, and I'm, you know, I'm doing intermittent fasting. So I'm definitely cheating, but I'm still excited. <laughs> but, you know, I'm not going to miss out just because I'm not eating. Jackie. True, true. Um, so this past Sunday, there was the glo- uh, Golden Globes. Everybody mm-hmm. wore black. Mm-hmm. Oprah was honored with the Cecil DeMille, DeMille? Cecil DeMille, DeMille Award. Yeah. And... She looked awesome, and she gave a really phenomenal speech, and now everybody wants Oprah to be president, and we don't want Oprah to be president. We don't. And I don't think Oprah wants to be president. I don't. Why would she? Like, who, that's a... First of all, this? there's so many levels of questioning that go... Like, and other celebrities are like, yeah. Like, Meryl Streep was like, I think Oprah makes a great president. And I'm like, you don't... Oprah's never been a president. Oprah's, Oprah's never been a politician. Um, let's just leave those jobs to politicians, um, because look what we are now. And I think, like, that made it a free-for-all. Plus, everybody thinks America's a joke. So let's just not. And I love Oprah, but let's not give her that stress. She don't deserve that. Come yeah, on. Oprah has plenty of money, still making money. Actually, we just got, <laughs> our grandma subscribes to her magazine. She looks great on the new cover of her magazine. Stress-free. Like she- just out here getting money, living life, you know. Right. Stedman was at the awards to support her Gail, you know. Who would be, who would be, who wants to worry about that? Like, I right. Wouldn't, I wouldn't even think twice about if I was Oprah being in anybody's office. The fuck? Right. I have my own office. I, I'm at the crib with my dog. Also, shout out to, uh, um, you know, sending love to Oprah anyway. By the way, because of those mudslides, because of global warming. The mudslides in California that killed like 17 people. So her house got damaged. And you know, mm-hmm. but you know, that's sad. But it also like puts into reality, me and my coworker were talking about this, that like it doesn't matter how much money you have, like natural disasters like can get anybody. So shout out to her and sending love to her because I know like that's fucked up. But sending love to those people in California anyway because they've been getting fucked up. It's been it's been rough in California, wildfires. Then because the wildfires killed all the de- deforestation. Wait, wait, all the <laughs> I can't see. Okay, all the like wildlife, you know, the um, trees and stuff. It had all these massive, you know, mudslides. So, Sydney Love, it's hard. It's hard out there. So and it's expensive. So it's just rough out there in California. But yeah, I don't think Oprah should be president. Don't put that stress on Mama Oprah. I love her. So she don't. Let her live her life, you know? Exactly. So, no. So, what's with this, uh... You, you had mentioned something the other day about House Bill. Oh, what's yeah. So, that? again, I was watching, uh, you know, in the news, I'll, there's a... Was it Thursday? I think it was Thursday. Or, no, yesterday, I think. Um, actually, I need to check that right now. But yesterday, um... The House was uh, voting on a bill to spy on Americans um, through their texts and emails to prevent terrorism. And um, no, wait, they yep without lo- without warrant. So yes, they passed it. 
So basically, yeah, it's called the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act. And I mean, we already knew that people were surveilling us. I mean, if you didn't know, then you're just yeah, incredibly naive. But it's just yeah. like, but let me let me tell you this though. This is what I thought was really funny about this. So <laughs> this is what I thought was so funny. Like the critics, like the people were like, "This is stupid." You know, we shouldn't do this. Their argument was, "This will have the government." stop other crimes and i'm like that's the only argument y'all had like that's a terrible argument like of course the government wants to stop other crimes quote unquote come on like that was a what that's the only argument they had so of course that shit won and passed 256 to i forgot 142 or something like that i just looked it up but i'm like that's a terrible argument like that's the only argument you have why would the government want to stop crimes come on it was terrible, but yeah, so, I don't know, like. Yeah, they already have access to all our shit anyway. Right. You know, <clears throat> Snapchat, facial recognition, they really keep pushing for the iPhone 10, like, everything, like, pay with your face, blinking and shit, the anim- the emojis oh, wow. or whatever, yeah, it's weird. I don't have weird. an iPhone, I got a, a Samsung, but. My mom has oh. an iPhone 10, I don't know why, but, you know. I like her animojis. Going back to getting the iPhone, and I'm like, do I really want one? I just want a functioning phone. Like at the end of the day, I don't need a hella extra stuff like facial recognition and all of that. I, I feel like Samsung's that. gonna do that too, though. Like I feel like they're all gonna catch this wave. They're gonna be like, okay. I think they already do it, but I don't have that fe- I don't have that feature set up on my. Yeah, that's weird. And um, as soon as that shit can, but I mean, honestly, if the government already has your face, so it really doesn't matter. But it's just like the only reason I put that like house bill was because it was just I thought the argument was terrible and funny. Like they're definitely gonna pass that shit. <laughs> like that's that's a terrible argument. Oh well, you guys want to stop other crimes? What? Not related to terrorism? What? Like that was I'm like okay, y'all niggas gotta come harder. <laughs> like it's the government, come harder. But either way, I mean, they was going to vote on it regardless whether critics said anything or not. So, yeah. you got to pretend to fake here, I guess. But anyway. Good old government. Right. Good old global warming, good old government. <laughs> um, But yeah, so speaking of a... I don't know what I was going to say speaking of, but... <laughs> I was going to ask you about this, this fasting business. Oh, yeah, so, so um, so you gonna break your fast to eat today? You gonna break your, what, what is your, what is your fasting schedule, I should say? So, okay, so I work overnight. So, first of all, I started this fast right after, after Thanksgiving, um, and then I stopped. Well, okay, I started it in Thanksgiving, I was like, I'm gonna do it all the way into New Year's, and I did. Um, and then I was like, okay, New Year's is here, bitch, I'm trying to eat, I'm gonna take two weeks off. I did not take two weeks off. I didn't take two weeks off. Um, because when you're traveling, and especially if it's solo travel, you're trying to save money. So, I ate damn near once a day. Once or twice a day. And I, and it wasn't really on schedule, but I basically was fasting. But basically, so, what intermittent fasting is, first of all, is, like, fasting. Well, there's two different ways to do it. You can eat, like, you can just fast for one whole day and eat, you know, a couple other days. But I do it the 16-8 schedule out of 24 hours a day so you're fasting for 16 hours and then you have an opportunity to eat well you have a period of eight hours to eat 
And so my schedule, typically, because I work overnight, I usually eat from 8 or 5. till I usually just end at 1 a.m. Because I don't want to, if I, the, the longer you eat, the later you eat, you have to count 16 hours into that. So if I stop eating at 3 o'clock in the morning, I won't be able to eat until 7 p.m. the next day. And that's just torture. But sometimes I don't even get to eat till that late anyway because I go to the gym. Um, I go So I go to sleep for the first, like, couple of hours anyway because I'm, you know, I, I sleep right after I get off work. So I go to sleep and I get up. I don't eat after. I never eat after I wake up to go to the gym. That doesn't make any sense to me. Um, and so I uh, just eat right after I get off out of the gym. But I have to cook, so usually I don't even eat till like, 5 or 6 or 7. So, it but it works out. Um, the per- I read about it a couple times, like on the Black Vegan page I'm on on Facebook. Shout out to y'all. Um, even though sometimes it can be a bit much, um, <laughs> but um, I read about it and I saw a video of Terry Crews, you know, really buffed out dude, um, actor. He was talking about it and he was like, you know, I and it, I, it makes me really hydrated because if you're hungry and you ain't got and you can't eat. You just drink a hell of water. So, or you could drink like, you could eat like, like not olive oil, that's weird. Um, coconut oil, that's what he says. But I just drink water and just suffer. Because <laughs> it's always around like 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning when I'm like, dang, I'm just hungry. But really, it just kind of helps with like leading the, your, um, it helps like with your, what you call it, your cell rebuilding and things like that. And it helps like, because humans typically aren't supposed to eat all day. I trying it. I mean, you might as well. I should give it, it a shot. Because humans aren't supposed to really, really be eating all day. Like, when you first, when we first came on Earth, whenever, as, like, cavemen, niggas was eating when they could. And they were breaking it down fast because they were lifting stuff. They were moving. They were active every day. People are not active. We don't have that lifestyle anymore. So, it, so when we constantly eat, it takes longer for it to break down. And um, it's, just better to, it's just better to give your body a break. So, so yeah, I, I like it. Um, it was tough at first, but it's super doable. Now, I won't say it's going to be easier for anybody else who's doing a regular schedule because I have no idea. I, I work a night shift, so so I don't know. If I were to do, like, on the weekends, it's sometimes hard, but just drink water or, like, yeah. you know, drink tea or something. Like, not, like, sugary tea, but, like, herbal tea. So, yeah, I mean, I, I like it. I enjoy it. Um, but yeah. Give it a shot. You should. I, I mean, it might as well. It won't hurt. Working that out and see how um, see how I will work that out with my schedule and stuff. Yeah. And you don't have to but, do a 16-8. You can do the day. I mean, that's intense. I don't want to not eat for a day. That sounds fucking awful, honestly. <laughs> that sounds terrible. But people do it. And there's so many, like, research, uh, resources to, like, you know, research it. So I like I said, it's it's cool. Um I, I definitely feel like people were like, Oh, I feel like I have a lot of energy. I don't really think I felt like I had a lot of energy per se because my schedule's so weird and it fluctuates anyway. But I definitely feel like my body was on point. So for New Year's I was showing out. But yeah, I was on point. So so yeah. I like it. I'm back on it. I mean you know I'm cheating today, but I'm back on it. How long are you gonna do it? I don't know. It might just be a lifestyle until it's my birthday. Because at first I was like, I'll just do it for a month and I'll, I'll, I'll switch. But then I was like, if I switch, 
I'm gonna have to do it during my my birthday. I'm gonna be mad as hell because I like to. For honestly, for my birthday every year, I just want a buffet of my favorite foods, and I've never gotten one. So I'm hoping maybe this year I get it. <laughs> so if I get the buffet, I'm definitely not fasting. I'm gonna eat that shit, but I'm gonna have to fast the next day because I ate so much. That's honestly all I ever want for my birthday. Hint, hint. Yeah, six months. So. <laughs> Yeah. A vegan buffet. Okay. I mean, it's still, you know. You know what's another thing? People be like, so there's this lady at Aldi's. I love her. It's a black lady. She's hilarious. Um, I honestly don't know her name. I forgot her name. I, I don't think I ever knew her name, if I'm being absolutely honest. But we be talking about vegan and going natural. She'd be like, girl, you go vegan for me, girl. You go natural for me. She's funny. Just being a black lady. And so she was like, you always eating healthy, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, she was like, you know, I could never be vegan. And I'm, I try to be you know, vegetarian. I said, honestly, it's really not that hard. And I don't say it to like be chat like to chastise anybody. I just say it because honestly, you just gotta take out the meat. That's that's really it. And people be like, like yeah, on the vegan page. That's why I say like sometimes they're a bit much because they get like kind of snooty. Like I was gonna say they were like somebody was like, well, I'm just newly you know vegetarian, hoping to trans you know to um, transition to be a vegan. What do you do instead of meat? And they were like, eat more vegetables eat vegetables and i'm like damn y'all, y'all gotta be that way like they're learning but honestly that's all you do just eat vegetables eat fruits it's not that bad but only thing mm-hmm. about being vegan like from vegetarianism is just being more aware like my co-workers bring in cookies not all the time and i have to be mindful like i can't get that because there's cream cheese in it or which is kind of gross they have cream cheese in it there's egg there's butter and also i want to note that Vegan butter is not that bad. Um, what's it called? Life balance. That shit tastes like regular butter. It's just as fattening. So, but I'm done talking about being a vegan. But yeah, so like I'm just I just want people to be healthy because for real we are living in some real tough times. And you know because it's global warming. I was watching this movie yesterday called What Happened to Monday on Netflix. First of all, shout out to Netflix because they're like really doing the damn thing. And it was about these siblings, like seven. What is it? Sex tuplets. When you have seven, right? Yeah, sex tuplets. And there was only a one-child minimum. So these niggas was, like, living in secret for, like, 30 years. But I'm just thinking, like, they they had to do that because it was overcrowded. Like, food was scarce. Everything has GMO or, you know. And I'm just thinking, like, if I'm if, if the world ends up like that for real, like, what are vegans going to do? Or vegetarians? Like, what are vegetarians going to do? Because if, if it's overcrowding and everything's genetically modified... People are getting sick. Like I don't know, but I just, I just, I just know that since living this lifestyle, I don't get sick very often. I'm just vibrant. I'm pretty good, so mm-hmm. it feels good to do it. So, but I won't like lecture people about it. If they ask, I'm gonna tell them. But I feel good about it. So I encourage you guys if you want to try it. Just you can't. Does not hurt to try it. So yeah, and that's my spiel. <laughs> If you're interested in being a vegan or vegetarian, give it a shot. Give it a shot. Why not? <laughs> do do anything you want. Like, not even just that. Get money. It's my model all the time. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was on Twitter last night, and I came across this video about this white woman who had been burned, like, severely by some type of acid. And she lied and said that this was based in New York, by the way. Oh, Wow. So, yeah, so she was walking down the street and she said that some black woman poured acid all over her and she like went into a local grocery store for help and she was like in the hospital trying to quote unquote tell her story. 
But turns out she lied. She said this 40-year-old black woman did it to her. How do you know she's 40? Right. She was just like a black woman in her 40s did this. But turns out she lied. She did it. She did it to herself, and uh, she told that to police. Police were like, she lied about this whole thing. And my thing is like, is it that serious? You gonna pour acid on yourself to blame it on a black woman that did not exist. There was no black woman there. She lied and made up the whole shit. So I'm just like... Well, what's your purpose? What right. was your purpose? Now you're sitting here burnt up. Like, what, <laughs> like, <laughs> like what, what did you plan on getting out of that? Like, I, I'm, I'm just trying to understand. No, <laughs> you're but you're to, right. Like, make black women look like they're bad, but you just look stupid now. And, and you burnt up. Never be the same. With your dumb ass. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, but no, but that's the real thing, though. Like, I'm worried about that now because, like, in. I've been seeing so many stories about it's usually two people of color um, by people they know, but people getting acid thrown on them and their face be fucked. And it's so sad. Like it's an, and like now I was reading this story about um, this, these group of teenagers in like London, they can, they're just been like throwing acid at random people. It's fucked up. And like, that's something to be really be like, I don't want to be like, be scared, but just be aware. It's always at night. Well, no, I can't say that. I've seen some stories where it's like, it's in the broad daylight. I can't believe this happened. But niggas' face would be melted and it's fucked up. But yeah, that's really bogus that she did that. Not that surprising. But now you look dumb and burnt. Yeah. And you probably have a crispy. She literally only hurt herself. Like, how do you just make up an entire person? <laughs> like, like, how do you know her age? Like, that would have definitely, like, tick. Like, I'm like, how do you know her age if you say this woman just. Run up on you. First of all, black women probably don't even look like you 40, you know? Because, you know, that melanin. Black don't crack. So how you going to know? So that's just Just being extra. It's just extra as hell. (laughs) Why you do that? You look like a fucking idiot. You just being a coon. Honestly. But, yeah. So jokes jokes on you, white lady. (laughs) Right. You're an idiot. (laughs) Looking like a fool. (laughs) but yeah that was weird lena waith uh has a new show called the shy yeah um and it's on showtime and it's like i like the show how many episodes has Um, been out i've only seen one so i'm not sure i haven't i haven't watched it yet yeah i watched the, the the pilot episode and you know, it kicks off with the violence, um, which I expected. And and you can't, I feel like you can't talk about, if you're going to like be real about certain cities, you can't talk about that city without throwing in something crazy, right? But, but yeah, so, but she, she's looking at it from a different angle, I would say. Like, it's like, yeah, she mentions the violence it, and it follows the story about that if you watch the show and, um. But it has these different characters that's going after different things in life. And they have, like, this group, <laughs> this little friend group of black boys at school. And the little boy is trying to impress this girl. And I think that's really cute that you can still kind of see kids being kids. But then also the other bullshit that these kids living in Chicago have to deal with on their way, um, you know, to and from school. So mm-hmm. you, you also get to see that. You get to see people that's trying to change their life and make it. But then they have people in their families who 
don't want to see them do well or judging them based off of, you know, what they're trying to do. So I'm kind of, um, I'm kind of excited to see where it's going to go next. Um, apparently Common is going to be in the show. So I'm waiting to see his character come out. Um, a lot of people have mixed feelings about it. I don't hate the show. Um, I just, yeah, I just want to see how, how far it's going to go. If it's going to be like, just basing it on a lot of violence like the wire or like what are you know what are they going to do with it what it what's what's going to be the end result of this so um some people are like oh you know she should have used actors from the south side and it's like yeah that's cool maybe maybe she tried to who knows um damn what's his name uh jason jason i can't i'm blanking on his last name jason mitchell that's his name he played in uh, Straight Outta Compton. He played uh, Easy E in Straight Outta Compton. He plays one of the main characters in this show, and he's actually from New uh, New Orleans. But I mean, it's TV, you know. Right. It's, you got people. Everybody from Chicago York. is not going to be an actor or an actress. Yeah. That's and not. And then you have shows about New York and LA with people from other parts of the world, you know, playing mm-hmm. in it. Uh, I think we're all just anybody that's from here. We're all just a little overprotective and a little sensitive about Chicago. But, um, you know, you got to give other people a chance and seeing Common, you know, be a part of it. And I know Common wouldn't, I feel like Common wouldn't be a part of any bullshit. He wasn't a part of fucking Chirac. So, <laughs> so you know, I don't see him being a part of some bullshit or standing by that. And Lena Waithe is also from Chicago. I think she's right. from the west side of Chicago, if I'm not mistaken. I thought um, she said so Southside, yeah, so but she might have been. I don't know. I don't know. But mm-hmm. I'm proud of her either way. She just got an Emmy, and now, you know, she has a show. Shout out to Master of None. Work. That's what's up. Right? So, yeah. so, I'm proud of her either way. We got a Chicago win winning that's trying to make a show about her city, so I'm not too upset about that. Right. So I'm excited to see what these other characters are going to do. And, you know, it's kind of relatable to certain parts of it especially like jason mitchell's character he's trying to you know become a chef and own his own restaurant you know so people have their goals but then they have people like his mom is trying to like hold him back so damn yeah so well i'm glad you that you kind of like it out yeah it sounds yeah. it sounds good like i definitely want to watch it um I, i'll have to and um maybe we'll talk about it on the show but um, yes. another person who's doing big things this year already is Taraji P. Henson. Um, yeah. She has her movie Proud Mary that came out literally yesterday. And uh, yeah, I'm going to go see <laughs> it tomorrow. Yeah, apparently her, uh, what do you call it? The um, advertising, marketing. Yeah, but, like, the whoever fronted, like, Paramount or whoever is, like, backing the entire movie, they just haven't been giving her, I feel like, enough support. Right. Um, somebody I've only seen one trailer. A, yeah, somebody had a uh, a video on Twitter, and it was, like, a clip of her doing Facebook Live questions about the movie. I didn't even know she was doing that, you know, and mm-hmm. they were like, man, you know, they could have backed her more and given her more support. Why is she on Facebook Live having to do this? You know, why isn't she 
on somebody's talk show for this. Like, right. they didn't give her enough promotion, I feel like. And any promotion that I did see has been coming from other black women and other black actresses supporting her. Octavia Spencer had a post about her. Um, did Mary J. Blige? I feel like Mary J. Blige did. She probably did. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, even, like, um, for Real Housewives of Atlanta, they had a clip, a special, like, clip of her. Um, and they did, like, a fun, like, spinoff on it with Cynthia and Kenya, like, we coming in here to work out and kick butt, like, Taraji and Proud Mary, and then they show the the clip or whatever. So, you know, it's been, you know, that type of support, which is good, but it's just, like, y'all gotta give her props. Taraji's been working a long time. (laughs) Right. That's wild, though, because for real, when I was, uh, in, I don't remember if it was, I think it was Houston, but Houston, they had, like, posters, but I only saw one one trailer and it was half of a trailer and i i was like okay i don't know what this is but i want to see it you know because i want i want to see taraji like in a different kind of role first of all but i didn't even know what the role was like (laughs) i I was talking Mm -hmm. to supreme queen about like i don't really know what this this movie is about but i I mean i just know she's kicking ass and then some guns Yeah. yeah Um, and then also the guy from How to Get Away with Murder, the guy that plays Nate, his non-action ass, he's in Proud Mary. <laughs> Nate, Nate is the one. I'm sorry, he's a Nate bad is the actor. one that's the boyfriend, her her boyfriend. Yeah, with a nice body. Hmm. Yeah, maybe he's a maybe he's just like there to be man candy because that man got a nice body. They gave him, yeah, we ain't seen Nate's body in a while on how to get away with murder. And he Damn. Acting. I don't know. He just doesn't try. Annalise, <laughs> you think you can get away with this, Annalise? Like, he just he's real dry. I'm just like, Nate, what the <laughs> I mean, his name's Nate. Like, I don't really expect much from a character named Nate. No offense to anybody named Nate out there. I just, I don't know. <laughs> Wow, wow me Nate like you know what I'm saying like, yeah, so I don't know if he's I don't know if he's supposed to be like um Taraji's partner in this movie or like her lover or what however mm-hmm. they teaming up so yeah, I'm gonna see the movie too maybe I'll go tomorrow that's not yeah, I'm going tomorrow. cause I've been wanting some pop some movie theater popcorn so yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's the main reason I'm going no but I'm going with my mom so I like to see my mom twice this weekend. So that's cool. But um yeah, nice. so speaking of Taraji. Wow. No, I'm tweaking. Okay. Anyway. Well she has a book. Taraji also has a book. I forgot yeah. the name of it, but go get it. Just look up Taraji. Oh, Round the Way Girl. Taraji I'm supposed to listen book. to it. Cause I have audio. Round the Way Girl, that's it. And I she get and it. she reads I it. I gotta get her book. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I said that because uh, I've been list- I've been listening to a lot of good audiobooks by all by black women. Um, I listened to Tiffany Haddish's The Last Black Unicorn. It's amazing. Like, and she is just so I don't know. Like, I've liked her, and I just I just love her now. Like, she's amazing. Like, even before Girls Trip, I, I mean, I liked her. I've seen her in some things, and she was always pretty funny. But she's just like learned so much and she's just so inspiring and i won't tell y'all much about it but she's went through a lot and the way she can come out laughing about the things that she went through is just amazing to me so her resilience is just unwavering i just really love her and right now i'm listening to jennifer lewis's (sighs) the mother of black hollywood i love that woman like i i liked her 
But I really love her. Like, I got to meet her. Like, how I have to meet Oprah and Kanye. Like, I have to meet Jennifer motherfucking Lewis. Like, she's amazing. Like, this woman is like me in so many ways. But just her confidence is just outstanding. Like, I wish everybody had that confidence. Like, that exuberance. That excellence. Like, she's amazing. Like, I don't know how to explain. Like, y'all gotta, like, if y'all read the book, cool. But if y'all listen to the audiobook with her reading it, it's, she just tells her story in so many ways. So I just, I just love it. Like, I feel like everybody should read, like, listen to audiobooks. Like, I love it. I listen to it at the gym and I'm driving. Like, I'm just, I can't wait. I'm almost done with it, but I love it. But I also have been listening to a little bit of, um, uh, Gabrielle Union's book. It's cool. You know, I like Gabrielle. I want to read her book too. I feel like I, I, I'm I was still bo- working on Charlemagne's book. How do you like it? I like it so far. I haven't gotten like super far in it because I just like stopped. I was I was reading it at work and then I stopped bringing the book to work, so I got to pick it back up and finish it. Yeah, I, I like him. I like I like Charlemagne. He's coming to town, and I was gonna go see him, but his tickets are like fifty, or either fifty, fifty to seventy five. Wait, what's he doing? Like that? What is he doing? I'm talking about the book. It's a discussion oh. for his book. And I'm like, I don't really want to pay that much for a book discussion. Right. Yeah, because I'm like, what's he going to do? Right. Yeah, I don't don't blame you. And I think he has another ticket for, like, meet and greets. And I'm like, I don't want to pay all of that. I like Charlamagne, but I don't want to pay all of that to see him. I feel you. But, yeah. Yeah. um, I feel like I definitely have to listen to Gabrielle's book when I was... I was listening to it when I was driving back, riding back from Atlanta. So, I was incredibly tired. So, I have to, like... She says some funny things. Like, she curses a lot, and it's kind of funny. But she has a movie coming she's out. Also, she, she's also been through a lot of shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. She's been raped. She's had, like, eight um, miscarriages. Like That's really you know, sad. She, she didn't deal, yeah, she didn't deal with a lot of stuff. And then also, people have overlooked fucking being Mary Jane. I'm just saying. Like, she had her own TV show, and a lot of people just didn't even recognize that. Right. The series yes, finale right. is coming soon, too. That's going to be a movie. It's sad. And she also, like you were saying, she has a movie coming out, I think, Mother's Day weekend. Yeah, I'm excited. That is a, a role I've never seen Gabrielle in, and I'm really excited. It's still like Gabrielle. Like, don't get it twisted. It's still Gabrielle. But I'm excited because she's, like, hella tough. Her character is different, it seems. Like, I don't know. I haven't seen it, obviously, because it hasn't come out yet. But I'm excited, like. The way they the, the way they shot that that trailer was amazing. I loved it. But they she's supposed to be a mom. It's supposed to be like a little thriller. Mm-hmm. But they keep doing these same movies. You had Obsessed. You had uh Well Obsessed the not the same with, as that though. I know, but it still gives you that same type of feeling. And then you had the movie with Halle Berry going to find her son that they kidnapped. You had the movie with Morris Chestnut and Regina Hall. They had, like, some crazy woman that was supposed to be, like, their surrogate. Oh, I forgot about that movie. What is that even Um, called? There was... I forgot. Then there's a movie with Sanaa Lathan and um, Michael Ely was supposed to be crazy, you know, being, like, up, overly obsessed with her or whatever. So, there's oh, all these I little, about that, too. It's, like, every so often, we get these little black thrillers with, like, them beating somebody's ass or whatever. <laughs> I'm not mad at it. I hope Gabrielle kills it, which looks like she will. 
I kind of feel like she will. Like, I feel like I'm really excited to see this part of Gabby. I've never seen it. I'm excited, so. But, um. She's also supposed to be on another show. Um, they made, excuse me, they put the bad boys into a TV show. So, she's supposed to be starring in that. I don't know when it starts. The, the show is, like, really after bad boys? Like, it's based yeah. off of that? I think so, yeah. He's Interesting. supposed to be like that. How long, yeah. how, long, how long is that going to run? Like, I have so many questions now. Like, that just... I don't know. I don't know when it's supposed to start or anything. I haven't seen any she, any advertising about this. I just want to say that. One of the things I will say, Gabby keeps working. Like, she's never not doing anything. Like, she has wine. She has, like, a clothing line at New York and Company. She has some I just saw it, yeah. set up. Um, and she also had some hair. So, you know, she has... A lot of shit, and she has her book, so she out here. She's out here killing it. She know. getting money. I, I definitely respect her hustle. Yeah. So especially with her being like, I don't know. It's it's something about um, women, but black women especially their resilience. I just think it's just like despite going like you said eight miscarriages, like that's not like that'll cripple some women, some people. That's hard. That like, is. That's, so I, can't I just. I can't either. So I just, con- you know, kudos to her. She deserves everything that's coming to her. So that's good. I'm happy for her. But yeah, so I, I have to listen to her book again. Um, I have to finish Jennifer Lewis's, but um, I was with my friend. That's why I didn't finish it. But yeah, I definitely have to listen to her book um, when I'm awake <laughs> and not tired. But um, so, yeah. <clears throat> so our good friend Giannis from Venture Club. Um, has teamed up with Frenchie and Simone. Um, they now have their own podcast, Two mm-hmm. Sisters and a Cousin. Um, <laughs> check them out. Yeah. Um, they are on SoundCloud. Um, I think for right now they might be on another platform, but they're definitely on SoundCloud. Follow them on Instagram and Twitter, Two Sisters and a Cousin. Check them out. They're funny. Yeah. Frenchie and Giannis together. is <laughs> a mess um but yeah support support other black support other black podcasts yeah for real yeah support the black people's ventures anyway you know people out here really trying to you know 2018 people feeling good like they're trying to out here put stuff out so like support that shit exactly okay not to cross episode yeah that'd be great that'd That'd be be great yeah um not to put a damper on that (laughs) <laughs> but support people who are really good because some people like who are really good get overlooked by just because they're they're popular by other people who are popular but support people who are really good you know um sometimes i feel like people support mediocre thing mediocre mm-hmm. things because they're popular so i just want to like, say that i was gonna name an artist um I wasn't gonna put Fuck nobody it. out, I but I'm just say, saying. I was about to say Migos because they came on the radio. No, no, don't get me wrong. We all turn up to Migos, right? But mm-hmm. they all like literally rap the same, and it was it was. I motorsport. like Takeoff. Huh? I like Takeoff. Yeah, n- nothing's wrong with them, but they're like you know they're they're some basic. These are some basic rappers, you know. <laughs> um, it was really supposed to be Travis Porter that's supposed to be 
where Migos is at right now. In case y'all don't know about Travis Porter. Right. They, they had <laughs> hits. They had classics they in, high, in high school. Before you had Migos, you had Travis Porter. I remember, like, um, specifically when I went to my ghetto phase in Tennessee, like, me and my ghetto-ass friend, Nita, like, we used to, like, for real, like, get cracking, like, practice, like, twerking to, like, <laughs> yeah, to like, Travis Porter. People support the hell out of Migos, and they really love Quavo for whatever reason. But they all like rap the same, the same like. Well, I will say this about Quavo. I really, I'm, I'm happy. I don't know how much, how much directing he does, but when I see his name as a director, I'm happy that he's actually getting into other ventures. I'll say that. Now I don't know, like when he did, he he helped direct. The, the the t-shirt music video the dead president which was really right that's weird. the question is how much directing is he right doing? so but even if he's just expanding himself into it i'm with it you know i definitely i'm all about black creatives i'm all about people creative period yeah. like but it's interesting but like like you said people support you know people support the migos and not give other this, this is just an example like people will sit there and you know support Migos and stuff, but there's artists who's on one of my songs this week, like artists like Masego, who is like cold as fuck. Hello, you know, give people like that a chance, or even try to even listen to it. People are just so stuck. They, what is this? What is this? What song is this that you're playing? What is this? This is weird. This is different. I'm just like, give it a listen to it for a second before you turn it off. Like, right. people are, they get stuck listening to the same type of shit or doing the same type of shit versus something good i don't know yeah i agree you give people a chance to but well i say that but i'm also like one person who's like i'm not gonna listen to that person yet but but take your time i'll say that because i don't like people pressuring me like listen to this you gotta listen to this you got like just chill like i'm gonna listen to it eventually but take your time so if i'm in the car and somebody gets in and they're like what is this like i was playing thundercat which if you don't know about Thundercat now, you should. You bugging <laughs> if you don't, quite frankly. Yeah, and I think my uncle was in the car, and he's like, what? What is this? What? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, man, just... But then you can go into a whole debate by, like, they trying to ask you who you listening to, but then, like, listen to what the fuck they listen to. Like, and not to be, like, mean, but, like, what the fuck are you listening to, nigga? Like, shut up. So, mm. like, you know, potato, potato, whatever, but I music isn't for... Like, everybody's music isn't for everybody, so... Whatever. No, it's not. But I'm saying, don't like, don't just always support mediocre things. Like, support actually good things if you take the time out to listen to it or look at it or read about it. You know, whatever. So, right. You also, know, do something supporting, new. Right. Also supporting good things. I uh, Frenchie had got me um, a shirt that I was going to actually get myself from um, from Giannis from Venture Club. It's a Kanye T-shirt with the Kanye bear and like the um chicago flag colors and the skyline is on it i love it you know man support venture club man check him check out Giannis. he's working on a few new things and yeah because um, people so get discouraged like yeah i just want to say like for real like just think about doing something new if you haven't you know because after a while since the same old thing yeah it could be old reliable but it could just be old too so try out new things because, you know, people really out here trying to work and bust their ass and do new things. So support Giannis, support Frenchie, support good new things, you know? Step out your comfort also, zone. Also, 
because um, we're about to dive into this music. Sarah did a countdown of like her top 15 albums. Yeah. And the number one album was Flower Boy by Tyler, the Creator. And I knew it was going to be that. I knew it was either going to be Flower Boy or I had a feeling she was going to do either 444. But she ended with Flower Boy. Um, I'm happy about that. That's a good. Yeah, that's, that was a good. Uh, that was a good number one, I think. Because I think, I don't know. That was like the most. Tyler the Creator I've ever related to, so I really enjoyed that. Like me and um, Supreme was talking very, about our top. Yeah, yeah, we were talking about our top uh, album of the year, and I was like, I don't know if it's Flower Boy, but I think it's very well. You know, I think that was pretty high up. If I'm being honest, I really liked it. I like yeah, Tyler really did a good job for him, and I still yeah, listen to it. It wasn't his. It wasn't his old um, raping people and throwing them in the casket. You know, like it's not aggressive. Yeah, you know, it was flowers. <laughs> So I get it. So you know, and he said a lot of real shit yeah. on it. You know, he like did. I being in the woods I rather than being it. on the beach. Everybody wants to be on the beach, you know. But I'm out here in the woods with my flowers and bees and shit. <laughs> yeah, it was very whimsical. <laughs> but um, yeah. So you going out to a concert? You're gonna go see who now? I'm going to see Caliushas tonight at Concord. I'm excited. This girl on Twitter, like, Callie, um, she was like, who wants to open for me or whatever on Instagram? You have sent me a thing. So she also posted it on Twitter, and this girl, I forgot her name. Kay or something here. like that? Yeah. Kale or, had, that's not funny, but I think her name's like, it's something with a K and an A and an I. I know that. Yeah. Yeah, it's something with a K. She, she's from here, but she was able to, uh, she's going to be opening for her tonight. So shout out to her. Like, yeah, shout out to opening. her. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what type of music she does or anything. I'll find out tonight. Shout out to um, her and shout out to the people who helped rally behind her. Because that wouldn't have meant, yeah. like, that was a group effort. So, shout out to all of, all of them and all of y'all in Chicago. I know Chicago because Chicago really supports their hometown for the most part, I'll say. So, yeah. So, that's cool. Good for her. All right. So, what songs <laughs> do you have? Um, my songs... Uh, so I, <laughs> I'm gonna start off a little ratchet. I really like that Bartier Cardi song by Cardi B. It's so fun. Like, I don't know. And Sav- 21 Savage is fun. Like, he's mediocre, but that's a fun song. I don't care. Like, that's, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> uh, I liked, uh, Kites by N.E.R.D. That was in their newest No One Ever Really Dies album. And it had Kendrick Lamar, who was cold had M.I.A., who was also cold, and, like, the way the beats just switch up so much, like, them niggas just, I don't know, they are just real artists, and I have a lot of respect for them, and I just really liked it. Then I also have um, Steve Lacey, um, the song Some by Steve Lacey on his his mixtape album, or I forgot what it's called, but his debut album, whatever, that dropped last year. And then I Want to Be Your Lover by Prince and God by Kendrick Lamar. I don't know why, but I've been listening to um, his uh, his damn album quite a bit. And uh, Wait, which song did you say by Kendrick? God. This would God this feel, would like. God feel yeah. like. And honestly, I, I was going to ignore it, but I'm going to say it anyway. I had the song Stir Fry by the Migos. That song was fun. And Pharrell made the beat. <laughs> Pharrell made the beat because I was like, damn, she just definitely shamed the Migos. But I'm going to say it anyway. Because Pharrell made the beat and the shit was cold. And it was fun. Like, they niggas not talking about nothing. Let's be real. They not talking about nothing. But I still, like, really like the music. So, it's what it is. Yeah. So. Um, 
So I had Side Piece by No Worries. Um, I've been I was listening. I, I don't listen to that album. Uh, I forgot the name of the album, but it's like Anderson Pac and this other guy. They have an album together, but I I didn't really listen to the album. I would only listen to Scared Money. <laughs> and then I started listening to the rest of the album this week. And I'm like, okay, so side piece is cold. Mm-hmm. Um, I have After the Storm, which you is said you don't know who it is. Who 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 sings the, the song? other guy? Yeah. Oh, it's Anderson Pac. Oh, okay. It's another guy that um, I think like produces it. Oh, okay. Um, but Anderson Pac is singing. Um, <laughs> then I have After the Storm by Caliushes, Tyler yeah. the Creator, and Bootsy Collins, which is cool. So I hope yeah, she performs cool. that tonight. Um, I have Coconut Oil. Coconut Oil by Lizzo. Um, Lizzo is dope as fuck. I love Who's her. that? Um, you ever heard the song Good As Hell? No. Is she a Chicago artist? No. I've never heard of her. she's from Michigan originally. Yeah, so Midwest Lizzo. nonetheless. Lizzo is, but that's interesting. She is she is confident and fun. Love her music. Love it. Um then I have no I have No Nightmares by Childish Major. Um he's from Atlanta. He's done a lot of producing. Um who did he he produced some stuff for J. Cole. Um it was something else he had produced. I wanna say forgot which song it was it was like an atlanta song he put big atlanta song he produced mm-hmm. too so he's worked with a lot of different artists on production and now he says he has his first album um so no nightmares is cool another song i like on there is um no i and team um, <laughs> and then my last song is ooh na na by sir and masego smooth as fuck like that nigga masego yeah. is smooth g and he plays a saxophone. Yeah. That's also this year, guys. I'm serious about learning the saxophone. So maybe one day. Honestly, like I feel so confident about like I know I was totally like interjected, but I just really love the saxophone. I just feel like this is like so positive about anything. Like I feel like I could like even maybe if I get really good at the the saxophone, I could just like be in a band. That'd be fucking awesome. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Do it. But, why not, right? Why the fuck not? I mean, yeah, sex phones are not cheap, but so do it. But anyway, so, I know we were gone for a long time, but we are back, okay? That's the one of my New Year's resolutions, yeah. Be prepared to hear more from us, um, a lot more things from us this year. Um, so we're going to start planning and getting shit together for Honey Talk. So stay tuned. Be ready. We might. Who knows? We might be coming to your city and want to record with you. You never know. Right. Um, Hit us up. So, right. Oh, right, and how so can you can they find us? Right. <laughs> how you can hit us up is on Instagram at honeytalk.podcast, Twitter honeytalk underscore. Uh, I'm not gonna throw out the Snapchat because we're not together right now. But if you did want to just like add it just for the fuck of it, um, honey.talk. Um, but mainly what you should do if you want, if you're interested in talking to us, um, if like, if you want us to come to your city and stuff like that, please email us, honeytalk.podcast at gmail.com. And then also, um, wait, that's it. That's it. That's all we got. (laughs) Oh, and also don't forget the new year. We all on a budget, but y'all can totally donate to our honey pot. And it's the same as our email. Five dollars helps. 
It does. You donate that $5, five dollars, your friend donates five dollars, and then their friend donates. You know, we can start building. I like, call it the five dollar effect. So like, <laughs> just do it. <laughs> that was a little aggressive, but you know why not? Nike says it all the time, and it's never aggressive from them. So like, just do it. You know, honey talk. Put it in the honey pot. Honey talk at gmail com to our PayPal. Thanks in advance. Five dollar, five dollar uh, effect. So yeah. That's all right. It. So thank you guys for. For listening, um, yeah, sure thank you. To tell a friend, share, share this, um, share this podcast. If you're listening on SoundCloud, iTunes, uh, where else are we? Google Play, <laughs> damn. Google Play, yeah. <laughs> if you're listening, if you're listening on e- any of those platforms, make sure you share it. Tell people what you like, what you didn't like. You can also comment on SoundCloud at different parts um, and join us, you know, in this conversation. So. On that note, we are out. Also, just one before we go out. Also, tag us in anything you want us to talk about because uh, I know y'all probably me talking about global warming <laughs> and being a vegan, but these are important things. So you know, I'm I'm definitely interested in what you guys are talking like looking at as well. So yeah, now we're out. Tag us, send us shit. Okay, <laughs> bye bye. To Lou.